Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight, comic book artist Vikan Marion is Crashing Game Night with us. I welcome in my co-host, as always, the beanie, Gerard Barrera. Hey, what's going on, all my fellow nerds? Thank you for joining us. And that is right. We have an artiste in our midst <laughs> today. Uh, and so excited. A DC artist. Uh, very talented. This is going to be fun. And then... Uh, as always, Lion's Mane, Jason Bolidio, up there with the couch, popping a cold one. <laughs> How's it going, guys? How's it going? You know, tonight I'm drinking my good old-fashioned Kenyan beer. I can't, you can't see it, but it tastes delicious. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, uh, Vikan, how, how are you doing? So, I want to give everybody some background. Vikan's been actually a, not only a fan of ours for a while now, but he's also an artist with DC. DC. And he does an amazing array of freelance work as well. So you've been you've been really busy with the freelance work lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been just trying to keep busy during COVID, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. Good, good that you're being you're able to be safe, man. You know, <laughs> get your IC, is, get your little studio back there as well. You know, right? how is working from home? You know, with you being an artist for for DC and doing some of the covers and everything like that. How is how does that work for you guys? Well, so all artists, we all work from home, everyone in comics. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've pretty much been working from home since I graduated college. So it's pretty much all I know at this point. Um, (laughs) You're living the dream, man. (laughs) So uh, awesome. (laughs) When when I first started, I remember thinking like, oh, I'm so jealous of my roommates that like I get to go to an office because I'd be stuck inside all the time. But now I'm like... I'm so used to it at this point. So when COVID hit, my fiance was like, she, cause she would always like have to leave for work. And she's like, you don't realize how good you have it. This is amazing. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we all had to adjust to, to COVID life. You could, you could easily say, Oh, you know, it's just another day in the office, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Actually, uh, I had a question. So in your younger years, did you have to find yourself, um, like kind of forcing yourself to stick to a regiment or were you always good about, uh, you know, doing work at home and, you know, sticking to a certain amount of hours and then, you know, having, having the rest of the day off. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was always really good about that. Even, even when I was in college, I was, cause like I, I'm someone who needs sleep. So like, because of that, like I can't <laughs> do an all nighter thing. So because of that, that got me like really regimented to begin with. So then when I started working, I Everywhere I've always lived, I've always had like a separate room for my office. Like you can see, just like just mm-hmm. a room with my desk and my computer. Yeah. So I just had like I go in in the morning and then come out at night, you know. And um, under deadlines, it's like get in there at like ten in the morning and leave at eleven at night. But you know, and that's that's when it's crunch mm-hmm. time. But usually, it's pretty good, easy for me to stick to a like a normal like like nine to five ish. Usually for me, it's from like eleven to seven or eleven to eight, but that kind of schedule. That's not too bad. Cool. That's still yeah. that, those are still awesome hours, though. Those are <laughs> still great hours. Jason, I gotta <laughs> I gotta ask you really quick before we go into Vken's career. How's your uh, Costco minute going? Because we haven't talked in uh, really oh, two yeah. weeks because yeah. uh, you, you weren't know, out here in Virginia. <clears throat> I know I was not out there in Virginia, and you know I was I was telling Jerry I was about to crash game night when you guys were recording because I, <laughs> I knew you guys were going to record <laughs> without me. That would have been hilarious. It. That would have been because funny. we. We did it on Zoom, 
so yeah. we could do yeah. all three of us. Oh yeah, I knew you. I was like, oh, I knew you guys would have just. <laughs> I thought about. it. I was like, I should have. But uh, you know, Costco's been, you know, it's it's picking up. Uh, we're coming into the holiday season, so you know, it's it's questionable of how it's going to be this year because I'm already seeing some Halloween costumes, Halloween uh, decorations ready. But you know, mm-hmm. with COVID, it's going to be kind of interesting. Same with christmas you know right around yeah. the corner absolutely right. we'll hey. see we'll see and you're costco do you have people lined out the door every day to- oh every morning it's every insane. morning um <laughs> we open at we open an hour early for our senior citizens dude it's insane and disabled yeah. and uh uh what is it, the necessary essential workers like the like um, firefighters, firefighters, nurses, nurses, nurses etc. Frontliners. They've, they've also been calling you in early, huh? Too, yes, uh, yes. Jason. They have been call, calling yeah. me early, um, and it's 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 different. It's uh, there's still lines, still the same questions, you know. We but we do have toilet paper in stock, a lot of it now. <laughs> a lot of toilet paper, a lot of paper towels. Uh, still no Clorox wipes, and here and there disinfectant or like. Uh, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. Yep. No, we we've been bone dry of rubbing alcohol though for like oh. a good solid like three four months now. Like oh, wow. I have not seen that. Wow. So, you're gonna so, have to switch to gin uh, as your uh, cleaning agent. <laughs> that ain't bad, actually. <laughs> you know, a little lime, a little salsa well, water. A little, little multi-purpose, a <laughs> little multi-purpose, you know, cleaning solution. And if, uh, <laughs> And if you're Ryan Reynolds, you just made $650 million off of selling aviation gin. <laughs> you know, um, Jerry, how's your jet lag? You caught back up now? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. The Like the first day I got back um, wasn't so bad. I was kind of going through the motions and then I went to bed and I just conked out and I, I like I, I slept in like As normally I'll wake up at like eight in the morning, but I woke up at like noon <laughs> <laughs> but uh other than that i'm i'm good i'm caught up and yeah uh went oh, and, straight back to work and by the way thank you again matt for uh adding to your, my backlog collection my backlog collection now has expanded <laughs> now there's no yeah, my, uh, no excuses games. you gotta start you gotta start last of us after whatever oh, you're yeah. finishing yeah. yeah yep so uh anyway so let's get into to vegan's career before we get into all the news and stuff so Vegan, I can ask, was was Aspen Comics your first gig? Um, n- not quite. I had some um, uh, some break-in, like, one-shot things here and there with some smaller companies. Um, mm-hmm. I did a mini-series called Extermination at Boom Studios before Aspen. And before that, I did a couple issues of, like, um, of some Xenoscope issues. They're, like, they're like um, how I describe them, like, fairy tales, but, like, mm-hmm. dark and scary. Like, they're, yeah. like, versions of fairy tales so i did a couple of those and i did that mini series of boom and then my, but my first like regular like i could quit my day job and just be a comic book artist was at aspen comics yeah nice that's cool man and then how long were you at aspen before you got the uh the gig at dc dc um so i was at aspen i want to say four years three 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 or four years um 2013 to 2015 so yeah so um 2012 2015 so some 
it's all blended together. Something like that, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, how I got into DC was that one of the writers I was working with at Aspen, his name is JT Cruel. He does a, uh, he does a ton of stuff for Aspen. He did a bunch of work with DC and um, we came up with a, a project to revitalize some nineties characters that DC hadn't mm-hmm. used in forever. So that's how we got, how I got into, he, he, he had been in DC forever, but he, that's how I got in the door at DC. So yeah, and your your list of issues you've worked on is is pretty nice. You've worked on Green Lanterns, you've worked on Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, Bloodlines, Titans, The Silencer, Wonder Woman. What's it been like working on some of the most iconic DC characters? Uh, super, super fun. I mean, like... Um when I first started bloodlines was the first thing I did. And that was that revitalization of those nineties properties, like characters from a long time ago. But the first thing I did after that was Hal Jordan, the green lantern Corps, and Hal Jordan's one of my favorite characters and Kyle Rayner's another green lantern that is another one of my favorite characters. So I got to draw both of them right off the bat. And at first it was like really nerve wracking. But then after about a couple months, I kind of got in the groove of it. And then just now it's more about how can I try to make the characters look cool in my way as opposed to trying to like, like that, that's like the evolution for me now is try to like put my spin on it. Um, and every day it's like just trying to just trying to come at it from new angle, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I, I love that image that you did of the Robins. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, every time oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I tell you all the time when I see your work, I'm like, dude, this is, this is amazing. Every time you post something on Twitter, it's like, dude, what the heck? It's like, everything is just, grand and just amazing and it's like you know when i you know i asked you what your commissions were when i saw the price i was like man i wish i could afford that (laughs) (laughs) i would love you know there's some pieces i would love too but what of the characters right now that you haven't worked on in the dc universe right what's the one that you really want to work on so my go-to, my favorite character is the Flash. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've, he's been my favorite character since way before the TV show and all that stuff. So like, mm-hmm. I love the Flash. Um, he's the heart of the Justice League. Yeah, he's the best man. He, he saved the universe, sacrificed mm-hmm. his life. You know, yeah. Um, but I, uh, I got to draw Wally West on one issue of Titans. Ooh. Oh, nice. I'm a huge Wally West fan. And so I got to draw him on one issue. And I've got one of those pages that I'm not selling. I've got it like in a frame. <laughs> back oh, then. that's cool. I'm not selling it every, but um, I would love to draw like the Flash, like Barry Allen, like the, the one with the red cowl, and, well, like the mm-hmm. one everyone knows, you know. Like I would love, yeah, because yeah. um, I've never had really a good crack at that. And then other than that, I'd also, I got to draw Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman in Trinity, which is a book that was like all three of them team up thing. But I would mm-hmm. love to do like a Superman like solo run on Superman would be awesome. Mm. What what would your what would your take be on on Superman? So okay, so I think Superman, like in terms of story or in terms of visuals, like what what do you mean? Um, kind of story and character. Okay, yeah. So I, to me, Superman is the most relatable character in comics, and I think that, like, I personally think he's way more relatable than Batman because to me, Superman is all about he. To me, Superman is a regular guy. Like to me, he's not a Kryptonian first and a human to me, he is a human. Like in his head, he identifies as a human. I totally agree with you about the relatability too. I, I, I I, I think Superman is his depiction of Clark Kent is what he sees as us. And yeah, he, he prefers to be human first. Mm. Yeah. Like, well, see, I actually, to to me, there's three parts of Superman. There's the Clark Kent 
we've got the glass of the Daily Planet. There's Superman, and then there's the Clark Kent on the farm from Smallville. Smallville. Right? <laughs> and yeah, to me, like that is who he really is. Like who he is on the farm in Smallville. Like that's who he who he actually is. And like so, so my interpretation of him is that I think he is the most relatable character because he's he's just a regular guy who's trying to do the best that he can in the world of what he's got. And like, who, who can't relate to that? Right. Like, I think right. like, and like adding all this other stuff to him about like, like, um, like the alien stuff. Like, I, I don't necessarily think a lot of that's needed. I think it's just making him like human. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's how I feel about it. I always think that's kind of like the, the hardest thing to kind of, portray to as superman because he is such a fantastical character mm-hmm. and you th- i i totally agree you think that you need all of these like monsters or aliens or or out of this world like villains but really like kind of keep it simple and I, I, I think it's been a while since we've seen that yeah yeah oh and, but then like visually my take on it would be like i would want to dial the action up like crazy so like I would want to like create new villains for him to fight like that are more powerful than him. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. everyone, like a lot of people complain that Superman's hard to write or draw because he's so powerful, but I don't really ever hear anyone say that about like Goku and Goku's way more powerful than <laughs> Superman. You know what I mean? So it's, like, I, I feel like there, there's a way you can dial up the action without making it feel like he's this perfect person. Cause he's not, he's just, to me, he's just like, like a guy who just, you know, like, of course, he's always going to win when he fights Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor is just, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's my take on it. Huh. That would be cool. I mean, that would be very interesting. With you being the the, uh, the Superman fan, let me ask you two questions, twofold. Gene Hackman, Kevin Spacey, or Michael Rosenbaum? Michael Rosenbaum, flat out. I, okay. I'll go one further and I'll say the entire cast of Smallville is the best portrayal of those characters. <laughs> like, pops See, I, I wish that they did the original plans for JLA back after season 10 of Smallville because it was rumored that Tom Welling was supposed to just go straight from the end of Smallville right into JLA as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been really but nice just to see that. Given, given today, but, if Smallville came out today and and Tom Welling was the age that he, he was in the show. I think we, we, we would have had a Superman show. Oh, well, I totally think he would have mm-hmm. taken the mantle and they would have been like, be Superman for as long as you want. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah it's unfortunate. Think, it ended the way it did. Yeah. It, it's to me like Smallville to me, like the first four seasons are like perfect. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what, what you're saying was spin off into a movie. Like I feel like at the end of season 10, it got kind of like, into its own weird thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like later seasons where like he had the, the jacket and like the weird version of like cyborg and which happens with shows they, you know, they have to yeah. go above and beyond cause they get more money and yeah. you know, we got a wow. We need I wow still, episodes. I like the version of green arrow that we got though for smallville. That no, was really personally. Good. Yeah. That like, was, really I, good. I can't see that just that uh, the Aquaman I, that I can't see. No, that no, no. Okay. <laughs> it was hard. It was, that was tough. Aquaman. Okay, let's let's take that out of the equation because we all know it's it's Jason Momoa. Um, but no, I just Justin played a really good Green Arrow, and I liked how he had it was that the the Playboy side mm-hmm. of Green Arrow, which is in some of the iterations. Um, but yeah, to me, Michael Rosenbaum is the best Lex, oh, yeah. 
And uh, I'd have to say Gene Hackman, Michael Rosenbaum, Kevin Spacey, but I, I also I understand why he's won because he he was awesome on the show. But yeah. see, here's the thing for me: Gene Hackman was just kind of still had that goofiness about him, whereas Michael Rosenbaum, he did, yeah, as he grew up true. as Lex, he became that cerebral Lex Luthor that is always trying to be one step ahead of everybody. Yeah, he like on the show, he really did become the staple of mm-hmm. like of Lex Luthor. He was yeah. Lex so, Luthor for everyone. So I got to ask you, um, Vikan, with with Superman, how are you? How are you taking some of the rumors that you know it, they're reshooting with Henry Cavill and it is going to be the black suit? I'm excited, man. I okay. I know this won't happen. I know this won't happen. But I want <laughs> them to go like all the way and give them the long hair and like no cape. Like I want to be like the '90s suit with like the. I, I wanted that too. And I, I <laughs> did you see the uh, the mock up before the movie came out that like that was a rumor that he was going to have the the black suit, but someone um, like drew long hair on Cavill. Like, how awesome oh. would this look? Yeah, 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 I was I was so hoping for that too. Yeah, that that would be great. And no cape, right? No cape. Yeah, just no cape. Just drum. long hair. Yeah. The the onesie. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be that would have been could awesome. You, could you imagine if Nick Cage got to make his Superman movie back in the day and oh it was god. him and Flash? Oh my god, dude! At first, when I when I first saw that trailer, I was like, I'm so happy that movie wasn't made. <laughs> yes. When I saw it a second time. I was asking, why didn't this movie get made? <laughs> right? Yeah. Did, did you see um, the video footage of him, like, moving in the suit? In like, both yeah. suits, yeah. I guess the Kryptonian one, which looked like a, a disco ball, like, weird oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you see that one? And then, then, then the actual suit. I would, oh, man, I would have been all in. Been, this is going to be interesting. Especially Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. That was going to be time. his first DC movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and in that time of like 1995 or whatever, it, I think it would have worked really well. Oh actually. my god, it would have been insane! But then, who knows? We might not have gotten Michael Keaton Batman. Well, because no, no, Superman would have been after. Oh, it was yeah. after. Oh, that's Batman right. was 89. That's yeah. right. Yep. Oh, sweet. Oh man, that would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So with that, I mean, how do you feel about the Snyder Cut? And that um, we're finally getting his vision with, you know getting to see dark side and you know that in the new uh god what's his the lieutenant god i can't remember steppenwolf. his name steppenwolf, steppenwolf. we're gonna see the the updated imagery for steppenwolf that you know joss whedon decided to go a different route with yeah man i'm excited like i i've always been a fan of the cider stuff like i've always 100% stood behind him on all that stuff with all with Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. I thought it was really good. Too. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it was great. I mean, obviously there are, there are things that that um, maybe might not jive with everyone, like Superman snapping Zod's neck. Personally, like I, I get why people are mad about that, but like at the same time, I'm like it's kind of cool to see like a like a badass version of Superman. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. I, so I, I I get both sides of it. But um, also in the movie, he he also gave him no choice, yeah. which was also which was I believe also in a, some of the comics. But um, I thought it was interesting too. I am definitely one of those who was like, uh, no, he's not supposed. To, he doesn't kill. Yeah. But 
in but on the other side, he really had no choice. So I, I, I accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think what a lot of people miss is the symbolism in it was more like, I think what I think, because I've never heard him say this, but I think what Zack Snyder was trying to say was Superman at the end of the day will, he'll kill the last Kryptonian. That's the last thing that's like the last part of his bloodline of Krypton is less important to him than this random family of humans that like, he's like taking, he chooses them over Mm -hmm. Krypton. Like, I think that is what they were trying to get at. But like, I I get why people were like, because it was done in such a visceral way that like, I get why people were like, whoa, like this is intense. (laughs) I just hope they reshoot the opening so we don't have the whole CG. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Superman, because that was horrible. I, I don't think that's yeah. even going to be in the movie. I doubt that scene's even going to be in the the Snyder. I don't. Cut. I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I th- I'd I'd be like okay. honestly, the the reshoots. I think they're definitely going to do is the, uh, you know, the the fight at the cemetery. But I don't even think some of the earlier footage is going to be in it. Yeah, I'd I'd be okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm super excited, excited. for the Snyder Cut too. I've been. Uh, I, yeah. I just don't want to see the director's cut for Suicide Squad. Because now there's a movement to get that made, you know, and and whatnot, and yeah, Suicide Squad was alright the way it was. I don't think we need more Jared Leto. <laughs> See, you know, that's, in- that's interesting you say that because I actually like I kind of dug Jared Leto as the Joker. Like I-, I thought, like I thought he was like the creepiest Joker that was ever on screen. If that makes sense, like like the he was also the first the first time that we saw him like as kind of a mob boss. Yeah, yeah. Like legit a legit mob boss, not like having mm-hmm. followers or yeah. having a few hiring a few thugs. Like he was a legit mob boss in that world. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, it also felt a lot more modern, you know, where it's like, you know, it's not just like this. That's not crazy necessarily little, a good thing, though. Nah. <laughs> I mean, like, look at look at. Look how the whole like Suicide Squad played out. It felt very mm-hmm. modern, like it could have happened like last week or something like oh, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. it's just put in this like very very current <clears throat> scenario. You know, rather than it being like, oh, these are the classic kind of like Batman or I mean, uh, Batman Joker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's very classic. Or like the face painting is very classic and like okay, like this mm-hmm. is very retro and it's gave that little spin where I was like, okay, you know, it, it's. It's a little bit more modern. I, I see where that little take is going, but yeah, like Matt said, it just let it let it be. Let it be modern. Yeah. Let it be. I thought I thought his be. take was interesting and definitely it was definitely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't take to it, but I thought it was interesting. I, I was actually uh, hoping to see more on where uh, Leto was going to take it too, especially with Margot Robbie. I thought they had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Very good chemistry, yeah. actually. Yeah. So. I, I totally get why people didn't like it. Like, it's not me being like, oh, you gotta, like, I, I, I totally get it. I just, I just thought it was like, he was just like creepy. Like, there was something like really unsettling about him that I thought yeah. was like an interesting like thing that I was like, yeah, this is the, the Joker that I probably wouldn't want to be in the same room with the most. Out of the like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I would not want to be in the same room as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Just because he <laughs> was straight true. up. Yeah. Mentally ill that's true, and that's true. That's, you know, yeah. I mean, tripping. even even in the beginning of that movie, like being in the uh, the psych ward with him in that interview, mm-hmm. you you like uh, Todd Phillips really caught the tension. Where like 
yeah, it's very uneasy talking to this character. Yeah. I don't know. But then again, I also look at Heath Ledger's, you know, Joker, where right there in the middle of the room, he's like, hey, you want me, you want me to see it? Or you want to see a pencil disappear? Cool. Boom. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, or I'm looking to expand. Hey, here's a, here's a cue stick. Have at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, sticking on DC, right? We've got DC fandom happens on Saturday. Um, so we're going to get, we're supposed to get some, uh, information on the Batman, which has been released, um, as far as imagery with the logo and everything like that. Um, which I think is great. Um, we're supposed to see more on suicide squad, kill the justice league from, uh, rocksteady. And we are also supposed to see a little bit more on the flash potentially at, You know, both the TV show and there's rumor that we may see uh, get a little bit of a sneak peek into some of the information, not not in terms of trailers or anything, because they haven't even started shooting, but for The Flash, which we already know Michael Keaton is already on board to reprise his version of Batman. But we also now know Ben Affleck will be returning as his Batman for The Flash. So I give it to you. How do we, how do we feel about that? Uh, Once again, um, I've said this before in other podcasts. Uh, I think Ben Affleck was a great Batman. Um, Once again, I think he was misused for justice league and Batman V Superman. I I think we should have had a younger Batman and then Ben Affleck be like the dark Knight returns uh, he be like the older kind of jaded Batman, but I still like Ben Affleck. He was he did a great job. Mikan, hmm. what do you think on that? So Having when I heard this today, okay. So let me start by saying I do I love Ben Affleck. What he did, I thought he was great. Um, but I, Jerry, I totally agree with you that I thought it was like strange to start the universe with an old Batman. Yeah. Um, but what he did was great. Like he was perfect yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, but that being said. I am 110% all in on the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Like I, I cannot wait. Oh, wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. When like, you I, first heard that he was cast, were you good with it? Cause I was too. Oh, I was pumped. Yeah. I was, I, me I too. Was absolutely. Pumped. Yeah. Cause I was pumped. Yeah. Cause he like, he's actually a pretty good actor. You know, what I mean? like give like I, I, I gave him a chance. I was, I watched some of his indie movies and he, he yeah, he is talented. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's really I, redeeming himself over the whole Twilight thing. And I didn't want honestly, a glittering. I think he's separated himself from that now. Yeah. I didn't want a glittering Batman. <laughs> you know, it was, <laughs> not going to though. He's not. And, no, no. But here's not. I, was, I, think he's but I wasn't sold on him because I didn't think he was that great in in Twilight. <clears> right, but then Jerry had a, Jerry kind of sold me. You know, hey, I've seen some of his other work. He's really good. But then I saw this, started seeing the imagery that was coming out of him in the suit. And everything, and I'm like, he looks the part. He looks oh, he very much young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that this isn't going to be an origin where we're going to introduce a new villain every movie. This is, guess what? This is Gotham. We are, we're in the Rose Gallery already. Yeah. He's yeah. not. And, he, this isn't year one, but this is like year three, four, where he's, you know, he still has he, the villains are out, and he's still kind of tinkering with what he wants in the field. So mm-hmm. it's still kind of like younger Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. The, suit be cool. looks, 
badass too. The suit yeah. those those I'm I'm not sure if you guys have seen those pictures like of the guy on the motorcycle, but it looks sick. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. And they showed so, a little bit more on the the Batmobile too, and it looks it looks sick. Yeah. So yeah. and I, I gotta say the when you look at the the suit, right, and you look at the emblem, a lot of people are thinking that's actually the gun that killed his parents. And it's that been be sweet. It's been cut apart to make the symbol. That'd be interesting. That would be really so interesting. If yeah. you look at it close up, it looks like a gun hilt and everything, right in that yeah. that whole symbol. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind. Of, that's kind yeah. of a a new a new take, but not exactly different. But that I, would be yeah. I think. Don't quote me on this, but I think that was from a comic book recently from Detective One Thousand. But I'm not entirely sure. Um, I heard I heard that going around, but I, I haven't read recent comics in so long. I've been I've been bad and bad. Uh, well, I've been too busy drawing them. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, real quick, let's shift gears over to Marvel really quick, um, because, uh, well, no, it was yesterday. It was announced that Olivia Wilde is going to direct an untitled uh, female-centric Marvel movie for Sony. When the announcement went out, she replied with a spider emoji, which a lot of people are thinking it may be Spider-Woman. Jerry, you were saying that you saw some things that it might be Spider-Gwen. Yeah, I heard that uh, there was a recent, I think, tweet or a post that uh, – um, that movie might actually be Spider-Gwen, that um, Olivia Wilde's going to be directing that movie. I'd be good with either. I, Me too. I, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt it'd be Spider-Gwen more so, just because of all the hype train that's been going on with... Yeah, like, she's become more of a prominent, like, like popular she's character, She's becoming too. more prominent than actually Spider-Woman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. She also has a cooler costume. Way yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Costume, yeah. Which... Yeah. Which Spider-Gwen costume would you want her to have? Are we talking into the Spider-Verse with the white and, and the hood More and everything? Likely, it probably would be the white just for familiarity. Like that's everyone's going to be like, oh, yo, that's, that's Spider-Gwen. Is there a different one? I thought she's always had that. Yeah. I, th- I, I thought there was, awesome. wasn't there an original iteration before she went with the all the white and, and pink? No, I, th- I, mean, I always thought it was the white, the white with the, the like pink and the blue. The white yeah. and the and then the uh, the turquoise yeah, the shoes yeah. always yeah yeah um, you know what? Olivia Wilde's been doing some really good stuff directing wise so it'll be interesting to see how she does action in terms of from a directorial perspective but I think having a female act uh, director for a female centric movie is spot on and needs to happen oh yeah um, and I think she's going to do a good job she's she has plenty of. Uh, action credits so mm-hmm. i think she knows what she's gonna be doing yes so uh yeah let's let's start nerding out on some <coughs> gaming because we all game <laughs> you know um so let's let's talk a minute about halo which we all know got delayed until next year at some point um it's now come out that part of the delay was due to significant outsourcing of the game so basically as i saw this article i was thinking about nintendo and metroid prime and the fact that they decided to go with somebody other than retro and how they have to basically redo a lot of work yeah so i hope with the delay that you know they're saying it's it's not going to be too much crunch but honestly with as much as we saw of the game 
it needs some work visually, like a lot of work. Um, There's also been some stories out there that are suggesting that management lost their focus because they were more worried about the Halo TV series for Showtime than they were about the game. Now, of course, 343 has come out and said, no, 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 we've got a separate, you know, part of the, the company that does TV. But honestly, I could see them trying to, you know, focus on getting a Halo show up and running. But I honestly, we, the fans deserve a good Halo. They really do. We've discussed this the last couple of weeks. They really deserve a good Halo. So hopefully the delay will allow it to, uh, to come out, especially next year. Uh, judging by the visuals, though, I think it may be more, they might have to delay it to 2022. Oof. And in which case, there are rumors that, oh, you know, starting to circulate that it may just go slip into being an Xbox Series X exclusive and not be exclusive? an Xbox One game. <laughs> exclusive. Here we go again. There it yep. is. I mean, there like, it is. hey, no, no, there no, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> if you go to 2022, you know, <laughs> you, you're coming up on that exclusive uh, pipeline that you're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to have any exclusive games. What a coincidence that this game is being pushed back. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like... Xbox, what are you what what you doing, man? You, you stop selling systems. You stop selling games. You, what else are you gonna stop doing? Like, come on! Like, I get oh you're just trying to push that Game Pass. You're trying to push that like subscription service. Good for you, but you know, and for for people that are looking to be cost effective, I I can see how it is a good value. Yeah, I mean, don't that's don't good. get me wrong. But for those people that like to replay their games and be able to go back to their games from time to time. It, they like you to know, own it. They like, they to, like own to own the it. game. Just, just, just say it. Just say it outright, Matt. Always go they like physical. to own the game instead of having it, this right? have this subscription rental. This <laughs> yeah, long term I mean, blockbuster. If you say, if you want to. Play. Oh, don't be yeah. tugging at my heartstrings. Don't be. Don't be going you know, there, man. Like <laughs> you're gonna lose the game, so you gotta like finish the game. I quick. I sh- I shed a little tear when it. we were watched. We were going through the Marvel movies um, while Jerry and Theo were here, and we watched Captain Marvel. And I, I did shed that little bit of a tear when she crashes in a blockbuster. Um, <laughs> so many great you know. moments. Well, and, and the, the thing the is, the fact like, that they dressed it so well, like the the True Lies uh, cardboard cutout, just. Yeah, it tugs in my heart. I'm like, yeah. God, but I remember those days. I, have, I still have, you know, I, I think back to my time with Blockbuster, I still have nightmares about cleaning those wood shelves. Those things were <laughs> so bad. Um, but, you know, seeing everything was great, but it's just, you know, that time. So, but yeah, I mean, having own that. The game, own a, own a yeah. system. Can, I, I, and and that's the system. thing is, is like, Phil Spencer's come out and said they they don't care about a console war. All they want to do is they're focusing on shifting the Game Pass and services, and and frankly, honestly, you you need to be able to sell some systems if you want to keep your Game Pass going because exactly. otherwise you might as well just depend on PC. Yeah, in which, which case then you've got competition from bad of Epic a deal, but yeah, but then you have Steam on you. You have like all the other indie games that come out just all willing to like, like dude you, you have it's a bigger market to to try and mm-hmm. dominate versus the consoles where there's only the big three you know mm-hmm. now speaking of delays too um arcane lion um who is putting out death loop which is that assassin type game that's on like a, a death loop 
I mean, literally where you die, you go back to the beginning. You keep oh, on yeah, going. Yeah. Um, they've now put out the announcement today that they're going to be uh, delaying death loop until Q2 of 2021. Now um, ah. same thing, right? Their ambition is to deliver a signature arcane game that takes you to never forcing places and establish a new world. Right. At the same time, the health and safety of everyone on arcane line remains our top priority. I'm tired of hearing that from every single delay. You know, Cyberpunk did it. Halo did it. You know, that sort of thing. Everyone's you know, growing their bases. Yeah. As we, you know, as we've, adju- you know, as it goes on to say, as we've adjusted to work from home, we found that delivering this new and exciting experience at the polish and quality level that defines both an arcane game and a true next-gen experience, taking longer than normal. Sector time will allow our team to bring Deathloop's world of, uh, to life with as much character and fun as you come to expect from our team. While we know this is the right decision for Deathloop, we share your disappointment and apologize for making you wait even longer. Thank you for your support and excitement. Your positive feedback has helped fuel us as we continue to work from the confines of our own homes. We can't wait to share more details about Deathloop with you. So keep your eyes open for next update coming soon. Um, that's the same song and dance we've been seeing from every studio that's been delaying games. Yeah, and it's going to keep happening. Yeah. It's which the only one happening. I have agreed with was Cyberpunk because take your time with that. Well, one which, which which one are you talking about, Jerry? The the one from a couple months ago where they delayed it, or the one they put out this week? Wait, what? There was one put out this week. <laughs> Is it delayed again? They rickrolled everybody oh. this week. <laughs> oh, they shut did. Up. <laughs> They put out the whole thing. Let me, uh, I'll go find the tweet. Um, they literally put out an announcement where it had the lyrics to um, the Rickroll. Oh, it my God. hilarious. But it's not I mean, delayed, though, right? No, Maybe. it is. Okay. Well, I, you know, the same song and dance for a lot of the companies are going to happen. And I'm not going to lie, I feel a lot of it is because of the new PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox One Series X, S, whatever. <laughs> the, play, the Xbox 7. Well, I'm just going to name it Xbox 7. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but it's the new consoles that are coming out. Like, they're going to, it's going to be the exact same thing with Breath of the Wild when it came on two consoles. You know, it's, or not Breath of the Wild. Um, What's the other, the other Zelda? Where it was on Wii and... No, you were right. Breath of of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it was Wii U and... uh, Yeah, where it came out on two consoles and everyone's going to be like, okay, what's the difference? They're going to buy it twice and be like, oh, this one's better, this one's like sucks. Here you go, Jerry. (laughs) Do it in the voice of Rick Astley. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's good that's pretty good Thank it's you. the whole song i love it yep that's pretty Which, funny yep but when's this supposed to come out cyberpunk november that- 19th okay okay so that's where my theory was is that they were originally going to be probably dropping both the new consoles right about there well now we know that xbox series x is rumored to be november 6th we still don't know anything about ps5 yet um so yeah so um Looking at some of the uh, third-party publishers, you've got Oculus <laughs> dropped some news this week for all those owners of the VR gear. Uh, beginning in October, they're going to begin using Facebook for logins. 
Oh, so Jesus. if you've never used a uh, Oculus, so random. you're going to, well, they're owned by Facebook. I mean, it's just so random you know? that you so, have to log in that way. Well, so starting off is if you've never logged in on Oculus before, you have to start using your Facebook. They, you will not be able to use your Oculus without having a Facebook account. Um, then if I don't you, see that working for very long, you have a, an account, you have the option to go ahead and merge your Facebook and Oculus accounts. And then you start using your Facebook login. If you elect not to go with Facebook login, you have until January 1st of 2023. And if you don't merge your accounts then you're going to lose out on full functionality of your Oculus. Yeah, that's so limiting. I don't get that. I now feel really bad okay. for Ready at Dawn being purchased by Facebook and being part of the Oculus gaming. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and they're also going to adopt Facebook's code of conduct guidelines, which we all know full well as of late is going so smashingly well for, you know, anti-hate and anti-violent, you know, messages and stuff like that. So I... That you know, I know people love Oculus comparatively to like PlayStation VR and yes. and the Valve system out there, but yes, I, I I don't think this is a good idea. I really don't because there's people that want a game like and a don't want anything. It, like Corey Barlog tweeted out that he had tw- deleted his Facebook account like years ago, so he's already oh. counting down the time to where his his Oculus is no longer. Yeah. Valid anymore, and he's know. counting down the time until Valve releases theirs, and he's just going to go with theirs. So, um, yeah, and then lastly, um, I know Jason, I kind of had to get you up to speed on this. Um, there's been uh, some new turn of events with Epic. Yeah, my boys at Epic, man. <laughs> uh-huh. What? Um, what? 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 So, we talked about this last week when you guys were here. Um, and that is, um, you know, they've been removed from the Google play store. They've been removed from the app store. Um, now because of Epic's little lawsuit, Apple turned around and said, guess what? April 28th, you're getting your light, your developer license removed. It's being canceled. April. And, and here's the, uh, the thing with that is, um, Epic says this will um, threaten all games on the store that use uh, the Unreal Engine, okay, and could potentially harm its reputation. Um, And now Apple responded to Epic uh, late Monday, effectively telling, like I said, uh, developer... They told the developer that all its problems can go away if it just removes the rule-breaking alternative payment system in Fortnite. <laughs> Plain and simple. Um, <laughs> Apple said the problem Epic has created for itself is one that can easily be remedied if they submit an update of their app that reverts it to comply with the guidelines they agreed to, which apply to all developers, Apple said. We very much want to keep the company as part of the Apple developer program and their apps on the store. We won't make an exception for Epic because we think it's right to put their business interest. Uh, we don't think it's right to put their business interests ahead of guidelines that protect our customers. 
I love how this fight has become like a Wild West like uh, duel. Like a, like a straight up shootout. <laughs> yeah. No I <laughs> like, okay, well, sh- well you're out of Epic our is, uh, app store. Okay. Ep- here comes a lawsuit. <laughs> Epic is not gonna win this. That's the thing. I mean, Apple's too big, but two is we because we had um ads and stuff set up for our, our Apple News channel, <clears throat> we had to sign up for the Apple developer program too. And they are they're very strict guidelines that you have to agree to before you can get the developer license and be part of the program. So they've known about this the whole time. And you know what? All of a sudden they're like, Oh, we don't, we don't agree with being a 30% cut. Well, guess what? The 30% cut goes back to actually the days of Nintendo and the cartridge systems for the NES because Hudson couldn't make cartridges um, so they basically pointed up 20%, uh, what, 20% cut to Nintendo to make the cartridges for the Hudson games, mm. um, like Adventure Island. Um, so I, I get it, but I, I still stand by what we talked about last week, that this is a PR stunt, especially yeah, when they had everything ready to go. Especially, yeah, but, but that also says something, too, that they had, since they, I think since they had everything ready to go, I think it was an easier decision to see like, Hey, we're going to be the first ones to challenge them. You know, we're, you know, they're going to be the pioneers of, of kind of trying to stop the big bad company, but I don't think it's not really going to work in their favor because they, you know, they're under contract. They know what the rules were. Yep. You know, and there you go. And you didn't follow Cook, the rules. You got kicked out. And like we talked about, like they had the antitrust hearings on Capitol Hill, you know, two, three yeah. weeks ago. And Tim Cook, Flat out said the the app store is an accessory, just like your camera. It's not needed to run your phone, so therefore it is just an add on. And if you want to have your add on, you're going to have to you know abide by our guidelines. So yeah, you don't have to pay whatever. for those apps. You don't have to pay for <clears throat> which any I, the apps. Which I feel I mean, that you know Epic might you know just <clears throat> back out of it and just be like you know what create their own little their own little world they're already Please. like i, th- I think I mean, the, like, the whole thing they're trying they're trying to open negotiation with apple like they, hey, you want yeah. us to stop you know let's negotiate something i i the, i think it's a total negotiation ploy they just need to pay for the free games that jason's been getting for oh dude, uh, <laughs> that's dude. All it is. don't <laughs> don't don't Epic, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. don't stop with those free games, man. Like, <laughs> well, the, like my backlog is getting larger and larger every <laughs> He's week, loving it. every yeah. two He's weeks. But advantage. I love it, dude. Speaking <laughs> speaking of backlogs, let's you know. But I mean, b- before finishing that point, yeah. before finishing that point, though, of the 18 games that I've gotten on Epic Games, I've only played one, and that's you. <laughs> Like so, seventeen backlog games. I'm just like, you know what? Like, ah, you know what? I own it. Hey, Microsoft, I own those games temporarily. You really just you take know? them because they're free. That's all. That's yeah, the that's only it. reason. Would you not take them? Wait, hold on, that, Jerry. That's the only reason you're playing NBA 2K is because you got it for free. So true, but oh. but I I tried it out. I liked it, and now I'm a di- now I really like playing it. Yeah, uh, other games, I, I, tried I will try, these out and then too. I will delete. I tried these out too, Jerry, mm-hmm. and I like these games from what I've seen from the mm-hmm. like little two-minute trailer <laughs> and free <laughs> price. Out. Free price, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, 
Like, this was so, all right. Now I'm going to delete it. <laughs> so let's talk about backlogs. So, Vikan, I know you've been really busy with your commissions, but have you gotten to do any gaming as of late? <laughs> oh, so I'm trying to get through hard mode on Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I, I was, I've never platinumed the game before, and I was like, I'll try to platinum this one. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go through it. <laughs> you can do it, man. You could do it. Let me tell you, you could do it, man. Jason, didn't you just do that? I just platinumed it oh, Monday. Okay. Just oh, platinumed nice. it. Out of time. Yo, hey, hey, hey. It took me a while because I got a little uh, distracted with uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. With those different Final Fantasy. <laughs> but, but it is doing uh, raids. It's still no, it's doable. You know, it's it's a lot more challenging in certain aspects. So but definitely have fun with it, man. Yeah, I, I had a good rhythm going with it and then I put it down for a couple weeks and then I just try I'm at the part where um right before you meet Eric, you're fighting the Airbuster. Like mm-hmm. And so like that's where I picked oh, okay. back up in it, and I was like I totally forgot like all the the all the abilities and stuff. I just got like my ass kicked. Like, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it's on my backlog too right now. Hey. I, I mean, the moment and- Last of Us came out, I was. I, it hit the back burner, so I need to go back to it as well. At, at least VK, you you beat Hell. At least you, no, at least you beat the game, VK. You know, like yeah. oh, I'm like Jerry. Jerry, how are you at, bro? I'm going to get to it. Okay, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry the ending is amazing. Don't listen to these guys. I know that okay. they didn't like it. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like it. Well, that's I that's just the thing feel about that me. it was I, too. I, that's why I still want to finish it because I'm a li- I, like I'm a little bit more open with with seeing how it is different. I like I am an original lover of the Final Fantasy VII, the original. That was my first Final Fantasy, so I do love the story. But I'm open to see where they're taking it. Like it's it's not that I don't like it. It's just it was it could have been better. And Jason, don't omitted. don't sugarcoat it. Don't even <laughs> sugarcoat it. It could have omitted like a good chunk of the ending. So, That's it. So like the ending, I didn't really even know what happened the first like like so the first time you're, can we go into spoilers or are we go on spoilers? Yes. No, 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 oh, we're, go ahead. Go ahead. We're yeah, beyond. We're beyond. That doesn't bother no. me. He gets okay, so, so so uh, my fiance, one of her coworkers, is a huge Final Fantasy VII fan too, and he beat the game okay. way before us. So, she, so he had told her, like, when you guys finish it, you got you got to have V text me because we've got to talk about this, right? <laughs> the ending happens, right? And I, I had seen it; it was really controversial and everything. And and it, it ends, and we, we, we were both watching it. And we were both like, "This is awesome! This is awesome! This is amazing!" Like we were watching all the cinematics and everything. And then it ends, and I'm like, "What? What was so controversial? Like, I, I totally did not understand that like Zach didn't die. Like, like yes. I didn't get that the yeah. first time. Yes. And like, because I took it as like when he was carrying Cloud, he was gonna like die like after that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I thought it was like, but then like I saw the 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 comparison to Crisis Core, how like it was like shot for mm-hmm. shot, how they did the two of the things, so like he survived. So I was like, oh shit, that's actually." So, like, now does that mean that there's three timelines going on or two parallel time? Like, like, and how is That's that kind of like, yep. well, yeah. because now we're like, because they talked about it, it's like Red 13 was like, hey, if we lose today, this is what happens, and them losing would have been the Advent Children timeline, yeah. which means Eric yeah. dies yeah. and everything. Now, 
who knows where they're going with it because they say it's going to be a new story. They're going to try, they're going to incorporate some of, you know, the original seven into it. But at this point now, Aerith may not die. It She's may be Tifa die. that, it may be she, Tifa that dies. Dude, it, you know? Yeah. Dude, I like, but I like that. That leaves the story open to, I mean, essentially no, we're, gonna, we're no, seeing a new no, timeline. No, no, no. We're it's seeing a new such story. such a pivotal point in the game. Yeah, I know that, that is a pivotal point. She has Aerith, to. Like, if Aerith she doesn't, that's die. it. Like, I don't know if I'm going to buy a third one if, they do, if she doesn't. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. So, I, I am. How, how would you feel about this, right? So my theory is that I think what's going to happen is that you're going to play basically simultaneously like the current cloud timeline that you're on. And then Zach's timeline is going to weave in and out of it. So like, there'll be oh, where like Zach basically like, like this is my DC comics, multiple realities thing here. <laughs> like the realities like merge at certain points. So like you'll, you'll actually fight alongside Zach or you'll play as Zach. Or well, I think because Zach's alive, I think he's going, he could very well be a, a side character that joins you along the way. Well, yeah. he's dead. He's no, dead. he is not. He's not he's dead not. in the remake is, timeline. No, he is no, no. very much alive. No, no, no. He's he's dead in the timeline you play as. No. Yeah. So no. No, that's but then, how. But then how he's dead? How, he no, dies no. in the original seven storyline, which be, is Advent Children. So yeah, it goes no, from. Yeah. In this version of remake, he carries Cloud back to Midgar. Mm-hmm. He's so, very much alive. He's alive. No, 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 so that that might not. Okay, so Cloud has his Buster Sword still, right? Mm-hmm. So that could be literally like a divergent timeline. So like the 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 thing that Cloud ex, so the Cloud you're playing as Zach is dead, right? Like like think think like when like Trunks came back in Dragon Ball Z, right? Like or his better yet, timeline isn't changed. <laughs> Or better yet, Biff was in the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, so, I mean, you, you could totally be right. Like, maybe, maybe, like, maybe Zach is running around in it, but, like, I think, like, another theory is that maybe, maybe it's a completely divergent timeline. Who knows? As long as the snowboarding minigame is in the next chapter, that's all I care about. Like, <laughs> I just want a gold saucer, man. Gold I just don't want this. Said. I don't want it to become Kingdom Hearts. It's That's the thing. And it's, it, the final boss that you fight, the Arbiter's, that's kingdom hearts right there. And I, I don't want that, you know, kingdom hearts can have their own thing. Let's keep final fantasy the way it is. And you know, but yeah. I digress. So, uh, Jason, what you've been playing. I mean, if you want to take a guess, I mean, I just platinum 14. <laughs> I just platinum seven. Um, and again, VK just like, once you get back into the hard mode, you remember like, everything and you're like oh man like it, it gets easier and then it, there's this little snippet where it gets like ret- ridiculously hard and then you're like okay after you pass that you're like all right I'm, you're in the clear what what part what part's super hard um everything it, well no it's not <laughs> everything there's it's like uh i'm trying to think because it just it took me a little bit of time and i was like oh my god like it took me a few tries uh, which boss was it I'm trying to remember because it was a while ago. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know I took like a little two month break from it. Um, But once you do get to the, uh, the second VR missions, once you get the, uh, once you beat all the VRs, like you're given the item that's just breaks the game. It breaks the game. Are you talking about Bahamut? 
once you well once you beat the uh the final vr okay uh which is actually one of the trophies um Mm -hmm. the pride and joy once you beat the pride and joy you get an item that just breaks the game like it you it start you start every battle with a limit break and it's just oh nice it's just Oh, it's so just it's like, it's are like, you kidding it's me? like a bracelet or, or like a necklace you it's put on. It's an accessory, then... yeah. It, you, oh, it, you, sweet. it just breaks the game and you just auto have <laughs> a auto refocus and you're just like, oh, I got three three bars forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> as long as it doesn't die. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, so, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, FF7, and then uh, Last of Us Part One. Get through it. Yeah. Do it. Well, so. Uh, so I'll go before Jerry because we know he's been playing some NBA. We've talked about that. But uh, while Jerry was here, we got our butts kicked in Mario Kart. By a ringer. A By ringer. my wife. A, a ringer. <laughs> a ringer. <laughs> so I don't know how much backlog you've actually gone back through, Vken, but we had the episode where we talked about it being the Mario Kart dojo. Yeah. Jerry got to feel what it was like to step into our house. I swear to God, the wife played competitively. It's, it's, it is it. insane. She's one of those. She's one of those players. I don't get how like how you can accelerate and get past everyone so far ahead. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> I've pondered it. I've, I'm like different variations of like vehicles. I, I don't get it. I don't get how you you get that far ahead. And yeah, it, it, it bothered me. <laughs> no, he did not I, I, get gotten, I don't think I've he gotten almost lapped, did. But um, <laughs> I think I averaged like Jerry, six, Jerry between sixth six and the, eighth place. Yeah. And that was normal. That was just, I had to be okay with that. <laughs> Jerry did get to see, though, the, the level that is her kryptonite. Which was oh, yeah. And it is Neo Bowser City. Um, where it's a lot of the banks, it's raining. Um, but then Jerry also got to see why that race is her kryptonite because I am, that is my best course (laughs) (laughs) and I destroy on that course. So, um, and then I wiped my Island on animal crossing. Oh no. Are you finally done? So, so here's the thing is I didn't, I didn't delete the Island itself. What I did was I terraformed the entire thing, everything that was pretty much on the face of the map that you know i pretty much sold it all and i essentially have started from scratch moved all my houses i've moved you did um, all of that manually too yeah. yes yeah i spent it took me like two and a half days to terraform the entire island so um i <laughs> yeah. just now finished paving you know getting rid of all the the paving and everything so oh, wow. I'm about halfway done with the redo on my island. I've got it now on a grid system. Everything's all balanced. The, all the paths are mirrored. You know, everything is where it needs to be now. I can start layering things in. I've already moved the Nook's Cranny. Able Sisters is getting moved tonight. I got to move my house, the museum, and then oh, just build so some this bridges. Is, is this a revival or rejuvenation? Uh huh. It is, and it and honestly, I'm way happier now with the island. This stop playing that game. <laughs> you kid, did you ever jump into Animal Crossing? So my fiance has it. We have one Switch, so she tells me that we have to share. If I, I haven't played it yet, but she says mm-hmm. that we have to share the island because it's only one island per Switch. So we can't yep. like yeah 
Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I probably won't because she's got her like thing going. It's yeah. like, just still it, going in. It, it's like a commitment game. Yeah, don't <laughs> do it, man. Like this is the first one I bought too, and I'd like I I did not realize the level of commitment that you, like you you even have to like you have to go on and maintain your island or else like shrubbery will will <laughs> yeah. start growing and oh, you get a bad rating yeah. like it's i couldn't do it oh man yeah i yeah no i i, I would have tried it if like we'd have to share the island but she was like she's like don't mess up my island and i'm like oh okay <laughs> dude that's it's, when you should an, just like it's an interesting that's... concept i i did enjoy the game but i i cannot commit that see but that's where like i should squirreling. just you like squirreling that's where, then. that's, that's where it's at because I Jerry, mean, that, like get like little things, mm-hmm. little fossils, and get the no, little no, no. bugs. And- See, this is where VK goes, sets up his little thing, right? And I ship him a whole bunch of pitfalls, and he just buries <laughs> them all over the island. <laughs> um, but no, so I've uh, yeah, Animal Crossing. Um, I haven't played a lot of PS4. You know, I still need to do Ghost of Tsushima. Um, that, that's good, right? I did do the oh, really. Yeah, good. it is. It's, it's beautiful. It's um, we did perfect, do perfect score. While the guys were here, um, we did do the Avengers beta, and I thought it was crap. I have Uh-oh. to. I think it goes back this weekend. Yeah, yeah, this weekend um, in public. I'm going to try it. I, oh, I have to try it. This th- that that's the game that. This is the first game I have ever had trouble committing to wanting to buy because i have it pre-ordered but I, like i'm still up in the air i i i pre-ordered it through the the playstation store and i'm kind of regretting that decision now um after playing the beta um because i didn't know that this past weekend was a free public beta for playstation players um so where you didn't have to have a pre-order for it um but it feels very much like anthem with a avenger skin on it mm. um I mean, I get the storyline was. Which I, we I think was may a not, okay. I don't think that's going to be. Um, I don't think that's a fair comparison because I think it's the type of game that you don't like. Well, here's the thing, though. I like Destiny. I just haven't played it because the story and just everything. That but that's not. De- like it, but, but that's not a Destiny game. It's not a first-person shooter. But it's, well, it's a hack and Anthem, slash kind Anthem of. Is, dude, I I love those Arkham Asylum. I have the platinum on Mark on. That's, really? that's more of a con- it's the same, no, novel linear it's the same. like first person. Let me put it single, this way: you single have, player. You have better. You have to have better skill to play God of War three than you do Avengers because all it is is two buttons. That's it. Square and triangle. That's you hack just, and slash. You button mash. That's hack and you, slash. You're good that's at hack and slash. Hey, you're good at button mashing as you proved with Street Fighter. Hack and slash for <laughs> small attack, heavy attack. So that's it. Slash. It's it's. It's not satisfying. It needs to be more robust. It really does. For as much time as they had to work on it, with as much as the Avengers property as a whole is on a high, especially after you know Infinity War and Endgame, they they just I think they just needed to do better with it. Um, especially when the fact is is like the load screens are terrible. Um, you know, it has public matchmaking and if you don't want to do matchmaking, then you basically have a couple of people, you know, you choose people off the roster. But the problem is, is that the ones on the roster are not leveled up to your level. So if you go on to a mission, that's a level 12 mission and they're still level ones, they are super squishy. 
And then uh, you're not having any fun because you're basically having to sit there at long range and just sit there and just shoot them long range because your guys are all dead. But that's also point of the hack and slash is for you to repeat levels, level up your characters. And then, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, well, okay. So, uh, Okay, what do you guys think about what they look like? Like the the the, the models and the characters. I'm actually very happy they did not do they did not like money grab for the MCU look. I'm glad that Square Enix usually does this. They do their own look and they do it their own way and tell their their version of a story. I, That's why I was part. so interested in it. So I like it. I so as far as visually goes, it's it's gorgeous. <clears throat> I, I love the character design, but there are times where the characters and some of the cinematics look like they were cut and pasted NPCs. Okay. Um, but once again, that, it's still a beta. See, okay. but that, that's I don't. Wait, go on. I don't think it's a I, it's a beta because they're testing the servers, Jerry. Yeah. You actually play a good portion of the story in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, um, honestly, I, I say for Jerry, you need to try it before yeah, you go drop yeah. the $200 for the collector's edition, I may download and install the, the full game version when it launches in, in a couple weeks just to see if there's any changes from the beta to the final product. Usually not. Usually not because at this point they're just testing the load balancing on the servers. Yep. And yeah. make sure I that mean, the who knows? Maybe, it, maybe it just needs like a f- one or two patches and... It's done, I, but do we really need do we really need Call of Duty size patches anymore on games? No, really? but that's be, that's become kind but of the thing, and that's still, be, sometimes that's it works, sometimes with, it doesn't. So yeah, um, what are you going to say, so, though, VK? Oh no, no, no. So the, the reason I asked um, about what they look like because when when they was announced, Square Enix was making an Avengers game. I was actually super bummed with what they look like because I think they look too much like the MCU. Like I was, I thought when they said Square Enix was doing it, I thought they were going to look like those Play Arts Kai figures that are like those super anime looking, like with like the crazy yeah, yeah. armor and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I just thought that would have been so dope if they went that way. Like, but and so I, that's why I was curious because I remember when that first trailer came out, people were like, "Oh, it's not the MCU or whatever." So I'm just curious how it looked like in the actual game because. Because they well, they look sorely different when you when they're out of costume. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what I enjoyed the most. I do, too. They no, don't I do look like the visual like, look. Yeah, I do like the visual look. Um, I just wish that when you're changing out pieces for your armor and stuff like that, it changed visually. Oh, it did so I, oh, it doesn't do that. No, it's so all just co- inventory. You can, unlock, or like, you can unlock costumes and you can do different costume looks. But like when Kamala, when you're doing the different bracelets, it didn't really change much. It was very, very uh, generic. Uh, and like, see, yeah, and Hulk, if right? you're going to take the time doing all of that inventory of like items, mm-hmm. they should at least show on the yep. character. And for like Hulk, right? You upgrade like his arm and his body and it didn't change anything. That's it. So I think oh, that's we'll boring. have to see what the final version is. But I think if yeah. that's the route it's going to go, it's it's very disappointing. So, um, so we have a voicemail from Newman. It's it's been a little bit. <laughs> oh no! Now I want to preface <laughs> this: I have not listened to this message because <laughs> yeah. he literally left it right before we started recording. Um, awesome. Okay. So let's hear what Newman has to say. 
Hey guys, Newman here with the Newman Minute. Uh, just got caught up on the last two podcasts. Uh, the w- past two weeks have been a little bit busy and everything. Uh, to respond to Jason, Jason, I was up to three colors on Hue, but then I ran into technical difficulties where my D- my PC decided it was going to uh, take a nosedive and completely destroy oh, the hard drive. No. So I have started back over, and I've got blue and purple now. I'm getting ready to redo okay. it. Okay. <laughs> to see you guys all together love that product placement and it was great to see the number one come up behind y'all from the, the Mario Kart great show guys and can't wait to see more from you this is Newman keep in touch keep playing talk to you later uh, thank you Newman good on he you, didn't man. Good attack on really you. anybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay but you know what like it sucks for his hard drive but you know yep, like it is. it's okay so alright so VK, VK what have you we, been playing what what you been playing, VK? I don't know if anybody asked you. He did. Um, he said he's doing hard mode for. Five oh yeah, the hard mode. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Do, do, I'm doing Devil May Cry Five again too. I'm trying hard mode. On that. Oh man, so, I'm uh-huh. I'm glad they went back to the original. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they had yeah. Yeah. They, original they got a little off. A little off. Yeah, I, I, I never played any of them until this until five. So I'm complete newbie with it. Um, but. I, I beat it on normal mode, so that it's it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And um, of what else are we doing? I, we're, we're playing through the Kingdom Hearts all the way through too. So we're on Kingdom Hearts two right now. We're like halfway through that. Oh, now, do you, do you, are you guys going to do the like one point five, the two point five, the yeah, extended what, cuts things? Yeah, yeah. We're on um, we're on two point five remix HD, whatever. <laughs> sounds sounds like an Xbox kind yep. of thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Memory, uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, so I got two, cool. two, two questions for you, VK. Um, so the first, you know the you know the drill. You've listened to the podcast, especially with all our guests, and I'm going to put you on the spotlight now. What is your favorite game to play for game night with the family and friends? Okay, so I've got two answers for this. It depends who's coming over. If it's my friends who are like like our age, like that. We've Smash Brothers for me, and nice. for Laura, it's Mario Kart, uh, or not Mario Kart, Mario Party. She always wants to play Mario Party. But oh, then if it's, nice. if it's, so that's like our video game answer, but the, the board game answer, like the tabletop board game answer is Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Monopoly. <laughs> Ooh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, the, the crusher of dreams, the killer of <laughs> friendships. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jerry? After this past week with how do you meme? I don't know. That could have been a friendship ender too. <laughs> oh yeah, that was I was that vicious. Was rough. I was vicious. At like, I got I got hit a little hard, but but Theo yeah. got hit hard. He got yeah, hit hard. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys, Jason, are don't, meme. Jason, don't worry. The belt's coming home with me. You don't. Need no, to worry don't about do it. The belt. The belt. The crashing game night belt is right here. Nope. Anytime oh, you want oh, it. Like, and that's the other thing. I got an idea for the belt. Oh. I, I, I found a belt and oh. we're going to do this. <laughs> oh, we're, oh, it's going to happen. Put my bro. name on it twice, sir. Oh. Put my name on it twice. That it's coming me home. so much. It's coming home. Don't oh worry. my God. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, Monopoly, that's, do you have a, do you have a favorite board you like to play with or is it just straight classic Monopoly board? So we have, we have a straight classic one and then, Nice. For Christmas, one of our friends got Laura a Sailor Moon themed Monopoly one. So every once in a while, we'll do the Sailor Moon one, which I think is I, sweet. I you know? might be able to get my wife to play if I got our That's Sailor Moon sick. one. Really? That is yeah. sick. 
She loves Sailor Moon. She loves Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Like all the pieces are like I thought they'd be like the characters, but they're not. They're like like staffs and like whatever their weapons are. Yeah, the weapons. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Moon That's Prison funny. Power, baby. I, <laughs> I love Monopoly gamer. Mario Kart and Mario Party editions. Oh yeah. I Actually, I, I prefer the nice. the original board, but I like the anniversary ones where like they mm-hmm. they st- they have the original pieces yep. or they added pieces. Oh yeah, like like the uh, the battleship. I think is one yeah, of like the, the battleship yeah. or. Uh, eh, or even the even the, just the anniversary the where all the items were gold and they added a couple. Eh new ones but uh yeah I like so the are we board. are we making what's your, what's your preferred piece to use when you do it car jerry's yeah. the thimble. Oh, yeah race car uh, jerry's no thimble. mine's no mine's the car no you're the thimble <laughs> no ew no <laughs> if what i'm not you... the car i'm the battleship oh wheelbarrow is that what you said i said battleship <laughs> <laughs> the boot the little the dirty boot <laughs> i'm down with the boot <laughs> man because that is me kicking everyone's butts <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> so, um, so the second question is um, again. You know, this one's coming to you too, uh, VK. So, why don't you let all of our listeners know where they can uh, find you in social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, I'm at VK Marion, and Instagram, I'm at VKen Marion. Um, I post the same thing on both, so it's like if you follow me on both, you'll see the same content twice, <laughs> and it's fantastic. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, that's and uh, my most recent uh, work from DC was Batman Gotham Knights number twelve, which was a Robin story, which had all the Robins, Nightwing, all. Dude, it was. Oh. I saw that cover, and I, I wish I could have that on my wall. Matt showed me that cover, and it was oh, that was a beautiful cover, man. Oh, it thank really you, was. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. So, for uh, all our listeners, um, you know. Thank you for crashing game night with us tonight. Um, once again, VK, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, as you know, an open invitation to crash game night whenever you want to. Um, we're going to be starting a little thing here now as we start approaching episode 100 oh, here. I mean, God. this is God, we're on 88 right now. Um, is know, that man. now that we're on Zoom, right? All of our guests so far that joined us on Zoom now have the meeting room number. So anytime time you're you're bored one night and you want to join, just text me and see hop if we're recording, in. and you can hop on in at yeah, any please. point in time when we're recording. We do the yeah. same time, um, and have you know true crash of game night, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Um, you know, it's a pleasure uh, finally getting to actually see face to face instead of us just talking on Twitter all the time. Um, but for our fans, listeners, if you like what you heard, as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button on the podcast platform of your choice, as well as our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on CrashingGameNight.com, at CGN Podcast on Twitter. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other, and in this day and age, stay frosty. My fellow nerds, you got a little insight on the drawing kung fu master of the DV, <laughs> uh, Mr. VK. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, once again... Support the movement. Black Lives Matter. Um, just whatever you can do. Show support. We show support. Um, this Mask movement. Up. Yes. And uh, once again, um, just uh, be cool to everybody and, uh, you know, spread the love. Shout out again, VK. Thank you again so much. Shout out to all you listeners out there as well listening. Thank you again. As always, mask up. Be safe, social distance, 
it's COVID season still. It's going to get worse because the flu season's on its way as well. So it's even two times the amount that you need to wear that mask all the time. <laughs> yep. Don't 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 get the flu. Don't get COVID. Don't just be safe. Be aware. Be socially distant. And take it easy on our Costco uh, employees. They they are working hard, <laughs> right? Yeah. Take it easy on everybody. Just be nice to each other. <laughs> yes. You know? Should we let Should we let VK VK still, needs to steal let's a do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sign us off. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for letting me come on. It was total pleasure. Like it was been listening to you guys for almost a year now. So it was cool to yeah. see your faces and talk face to face. So super awesome half time i forgot i was actually here just listening i was like oh yeah this is this really yeah <laughs> thank you so much for joining us man no no guys thank you so much for having me and uh yeah i'll definitely take you up on the uh crashing again like this is oh yeah fun. absolutely definitely awesome absolutely yeah all right jason yeah. or vk you can steal Phoenix thunder if you no, want no, to no, do. go for it go for no, it no 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 <laughs> this is all you i feel weird at always stealing it you know yeah. I, just, I just have the little TTFN. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Yeah. All right. Take yes. care, everybody. All right.